117 to 95, the final. Impressive. Major bounce back for Kentucky after the disappointing loss to LSU on Wednesday night. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Ian Eagle and Bill Rafferty with the call this weekend. Raftery? I pronounced it incorrectly. Anyway, with the call on CBS this past weekend, Kentucky scores about a billion points. Uh, could Kentucky score 100 on the Charlotte Hornets? Uh 117 to 95, Kentucky beats Alabama on Saturday, which is great for us because we bet Kentucky. But is Kentucky a legitimate threat to make the Final Four? Cut down the nets coming up three weeks from now when we'll have our brackets for the NCAA tournament. We'll discuss in just a second, and we'll also give you our bets for tonight coming up in a few moments. But we have some thank yous to dole out as we wrap up the magnificent Monday edition of You Better You Bet. Two great guests on the show today. We appreciate both of them. Matt Moore from the Action Network, and then our friend, the whale capper, Drew Densick from NBC Sports. Our executive producer today, pulling double duty, is Jake the Snake Asan, also serving as our um, excellent engineer on today's show. So thank you very much to Jake for all the efforts. Our technical director today is Lauren's brother, uh, Stephen Conrad, a.k.a. SC, and our video producer, God's Perfect Creation. And like, I don't know when this happens, but this is inside baseball. I usually can't see the right rail, like the graphics that we have on the right head. It's usually like blurred for, I don't know, we like change something and now I can see them all the time. I don't know if I'm like just realizing this now that Mike Brown is like the Beethoven of switching back and forth to these things like while we're on topic. But he's been like exceptional today. Like here's the second overall pick in the draft. Boom, Mike Brown's got it up on the screen. So Mike Brown's all over it, doing an amazing job on the show today. We always appreciate our friend downtown, Mike Brown. BetMGM Tonight is coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza. And Ken Barkley and I back tomorrow for another four hours of wagertainment here on You Better, You Bet. All right, bets for tonight are coming up in a moment. Ken, let's talk about the Kentucky Wildcats um, who thump Alabama over the weekend, 117-95. to John Calipari's team is 1-3 of 4 heading into a date tomorrow night at Mississippi State. 22-1 to to win the national championship right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Uh, what have you got for us here on BBN, the Kentucky Wildcats? Uh, just that I think they're going to be a really interesting team to talk about down the stretch of the season. I think they fall into a, a certain type of team that uh, people are going to really like going into the tournament and that I'm going to be against. And... Uh, and it's, it can be tough. Like, you watch this team, they score 109 points, be like, why do you want to be against this team? Sounds kind of stupid. Um, typically, in uh, in college basketball, there's this dynamic where uh, the final month of the season happens every year. It's remarkable how often it happens. There will be a team, and there are plenty of teams play better, play worse, whatever. It's a, it's a month of the season versus how they played the previous three months, whatever. Yeah, like three months. Uh, November, December, January. Yeah, well, actually, like more right? No, like three months. Um, and the final month of the season, a team will take off. They'll get super hot. They'll play way better than they played the first three months of the season. And everybody will start talking themselves into this team. Oh, man, did you see them last night? Or they go deep in their conference tournament. Uh, they're winning games this time of year. Again, like Nick and I are just starting to pay attention this time of year. We're like everybody else. We parachute in, we pay attention. These are the, This is the team that will capture your attention because they're playing well at a time of the year when everyone's paying attention and their prices will often reflect that. And the remarkable thing, you'd be like, well, there's nothing interesting about this. That all makes a lot of sense. The remarkable thing is uh, these teams don't win. They don't go far in the tournament. They very rarely make deep runs. There's only a couple of historical examples of like, the. I think the late bloomer is what I used to call them when I used to write about it. Just the there's a lot of historical examples of teams like how Kentucky's starting to look, 
that will enter the NCAA tournament with a lot of momentum. People will talk themselves into this team winning the region, uh, maybe winning the national championship, depending on how good the team is. And these teams frequently fail, and they fail very early in the tournament in in very like crazy fat. Like you know, you can't believe they they flopped out so early uh, last year. Duke was this team, and Kentucky was the second team that fit this description again last year. Uh, both of them were seated in a region with Purdue and Marquette, which made them very desirable region winner bets because people didn't like Purdue again very much last year, and they lost to a 16, so people were right. And you were trying to figure out who was in that region that was, and maybe people didn't like Marquette. They were kind of like a not great two versus the other twos. Be like, oh, man, turned dude. It turned out it was FAU, right? <laughs> it was FAU, right? right so, in that you, so you got yeah. Purdue, you got Marquette. Everyone's like, well, let's play the hot teams. It's like, nah, Florida Atlantic. That's who won it. Uh, Duke very famously lost the second round game to Tennessee, which is one of the most fascinating betting markets of last season's NCAA tournament, where like every rating had Tennessee favored and the market had Duke favored by a possession. And then Duke's trailing at halftime and the second half market's insane and like assumes Duke's going to have this crazy comeback and they don't. They get blown out. Um, People like to be on teams like this. Uh, There's a lot of historical examples of teams that fit this description. No one has really won the national title playing way over their kind of pre-final month rating. So if you were like the 20th best team up until a month ago, and then you were the best team down the stretch, it could cause a lot of momentum to cause a lot of people to want to bet on you. There really isn't a comp for a team like that ever winning the national championship. There's a North Carolina team that was like played at a top 10 level and then still played at a top 10 level, but better. And they won. And for the most part, you your champion should have already been great. They should have been great, and then they keep being great, and it's consistent, and it's balanced, and it's excellent, and that's Arizona, and that's Connecticut, and that's Houston. That's teams like that. That's not teams like Kentucky. Um, There's actually not a lot of historical precedent for a team even making the Final Four that has this kind of a a profile, like how Kentucky's looking right now. And to put this in perspective, Kentucky was essentially, per Bart Torvik, they were 25th best team in the country entering February 15th. And obviously everybody's played about two, three games. Uh, They are the second best team in the country since February 15th. That would be a very large increase in terms of how well they're playing. Uh, So just uh, my piece of advice here is, if we get to the end of the season and there's whether it's Kentucky or somebody else, they capture America's attention and imagination in this tournament. Uh, you're going to want to be against them. And in general, that's a very profitable place to be. And if they win, they win. Uh, hasn't happened so far. Only one team has even made a deep run really in the tournament. That's been like that. That was Michigan. that lost to Villanova uh, several years ago in the final. They got hot down the stretch. Nobody's ever really won the title like it. And Kentucky's going to be bet and rated like they maybe could win the national championship. If they do this and they get hot late, it's hard to be against teams. Everyone's going to tell you you're stupid. Everyone's going to tell you, like, how can you not, how can you be against this team? Have you watched them? Be like, yeah, I've watched them, and that's the whole point, is that teams that get really, really hot late, they fizzle out early season, non-conference. These tends to be much, much more predictable or much more predictive in terms of who wins, uh, who's good early, who's good throughout, not necessarily who's good right at the end. So do we want to uh, – I don't know what the market's going to be, but we want to bet them tomorrow against Mississippi State? Well, this got me into a lot of trouble against LSU the other day, but I guess it, it worked for us on Saturday against Alabama. Just play on like all the time. They're gonna be. I, I can see if the market's open for that game. It is. I, I it is. Oh, they're okay. they're they're dog. They're they're uh, almost three point dogs at, at, in Starkville. Oh, they opened a small dog and they've gotten bet against hard already. Yeah, oh. I don't. I don't really. I don't. What a weird, yeah, what a really weird market. Yeah, we, Miss State's we a bubble team too. I think. I think they're one of the. They're. I don't know if they're squarely on the bubble right now, but they're around it. I got to tell you something. I'm betting Kentucky tomorrow. Okay. 
I, I want them to win. Like it's, it's a better betting opportunity if they're awesome and they, they take a lot of win probability and they're really highly regarded to win their region. And then we get to bet somebody else. Like that's what you're, that's what you're hoping for. You want an opportunity like that. Um, quick question. And I don't know if you have this open right now. If not, we'll just do the bets. 2013 UConn, the team with Kemba that won the Big East tournament and then won the national championship. Were they a late bloomer or they had, I don't remember that regular season really. Wait, which, oh, uh, won the tournament in 14? No, not 14, but 11, excuse me, 2011 with Kemba. They played at the exact same, the literal identical rating the final month of the season than they did before it. Got it. Okay, because that's that's always, because I remember, like, picking UConn to win my bracket and betting on UConn because of what they did in the Big East tournament. So I was like, you know, were they a you know why Tiger that was. or a late bloomer? You know, no, 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 no. They played at the exact, they literally played at the exact same level. There's only the, the most champions play either exactly the same or worse the final month. And basically none play measurably better. There's like one champion that's ever played measurably better. And it was, uh, what was it? Carolina in 17. Uh, so that's the team that, is that the team that beat Gonzaga? Yes. That team. Um, yes. so that, that team got, and like Gonzaga should have won that game. That was like a really dumb game. Um, so like, it doesn't really happen ever. But the reason why UConn like played at the same level is in non-conference play. Again, the predictive power of non-conference play. UConn was really good in non-conference play. They're like a top 15 team in the country in non-conference play that year. Um, I Marquette's going to be my team outside of the top four that I think will penetrate the bubble. They're pretty year. interesting. Yeah. A little revenge on you. Maybe bet them before the UConn revenge game because when they win that, and- then everybody's in. And and I'll tell you, like I'm like like the scorer and the distributor. They have both of them, and they have a good coach. And in college college basketball, to paraphrase Stephen A. Smith, quite frankly, that's all you need. All right, bets for tonight coming up now. Jake the Snake, please drop the dope ass beat. All right, our show sponsor is BetMGM. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks, and you can earn BetMGM rewards points that can you redeem that you can redeem for things like free bets and risk-free tokens, or converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. All right, Ken, let's get to the bets coming up for tonight. NBA, college hoops, NHL. What do you got? I literally only have one bet tonight that I think I like. This is so embarrassing. Whatever, you have a bunch, and we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, I like Miami tonight against North Carolina. They've gotten bet against. They have played miserably for an extended period of time. Uh, They are not the healthiest team in the world, but 15 with a really good coach at a a pretty dumb team, to be honest, uh, who's played pretty well recently, beat Virginia over the weekend. Just like seems like a situation where no one will want Miami. The number has drifted out and uh, and will play Miami uh, in the middle of this losing streak and hopefully just be a little bit more competitive. You're right. It is embarrassing that you only have one bet for tonight. I will I will tell you on your one bet. I'll play Miami also. Um, in the NBA, I love the Knicks. I didn't like them on Saturday against Boston because I think like they're running out of gas at this point. Tibbs is playing four guys 40 minutes a game, and they're a huge favorite tonight against the Pistons. I'm not suggesting the Knicks are going to lose the game, but I'll play the Pistons at a big price to keep this game close. So give me the Pistons plus 11.5 on the road at my Knicks. In hockey... 
The Islanders' season is circling the drain. The team knows it. No, Jake Ottinger is not playing tonight for the Stars. I don't care. They beat Carolina this weekend. Uh, give me the Stars on the puck line, plus 145, minus a goal and a half at home against the Islanders with Scotty Wedgwood starting. And elsewhere in college basketball, let's zigzag here and take West Virginia plus the points at Kansas State. We played on Kansas State on Saturday, beat BYU. We'll play against K-State now with the West Virginia team that's been struggling. West Virginia plus the points. And I'll be the sucker, and I'll play Baylor plus the points on the road at TCU. If Baylor makes one free throw at the end of the game against Houston, what's this market against TCU? So Baylor plus the points, West Virginia plus the points, Stars on the puck line, Pistons plus the points, Ken Barkley with Miami. Ken and I will talk to everybody tomorrow at 3 o'clock Eastern on a Tuesday. And until then, I am Nick Costos wishing all of you minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Bet MGM tonight coming up next. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM.